So I have the pleasure of introducing Juan Pablo Casimiro for a very special event. I had the privilege of listening to him about young adults about two weeks ago and I was amazed. Although I don't have children, I stayed for the whole presentation and discovered what I think is an amazing program by a team of ladies that are encouraging in financial and business training at a very early age. I have to say that if I'm very financially savvy today, it's because my parents trained me financially starting at age 12. And playing games like Monopoly have impacted my life and make me a big real estate investor today. <laughs> so these things are serious. Financial education at a very early age is very important. Today, Juan Pablo is going to make a special presentation for women yes. to encourage you in, in management and business. So creating a fearless and mindful entrepreneurial spirit in women, I can't wait. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, Christine and Lean. Uh, I think she stepped out, but what an amazing humor that she has, and what an amazing opportunity to be in front of all of you 99% women. And uh, when I received the flyer about a week ago, I saw that you had this dark man in a framed flyer, all pink. And that the presentation was going to be about women empowerment and uh, titled Boss Lady. So I naturally had to go with the flow and wear pink, as you can see, so I could fit in a little bit better. However, the message is tapping into your feminine side. And in this case, all men, so that you know, although they don't admit it, we all have a certain level of feminism, believe it or not. And that doesn't mean anything else other than we have a certain level of feminism. And it's okay to connect with that. And it's okay to wear pink and still be a person of power. So I wanted to commend those who organized this amazing event. I wanted to thank you personally for staying the entire time at the event that we held at the uh, uh, Belgium uh, consulate or embassy. And that particular event was a Bislavator talk. We do Bislavator talks primarily to empower parents. We have a workshop that's titled Empowered Parents, Successful Children. So I say this because the number one individual in the lives of our children particularly when you have divorce issues. It's almost always the mother, the aunt, or the grandmother. So I've been on the quest to empower girls. And I have a foundation that started a program just to target young ladies from as early as nine, 10 years old to about 19. But I wanted to shift the conversation on how it's important to empower women who are almost always going to be the role model for the young ladies and in many cases for the young men, your boys. And this concerns me 
because if you look at stats in the United States, and when you look at the males of color, Latino and African American, many of them don't have a male figure, positive, in their lives. So I want to take the time and share with you that being empowered as a woman and being fearless not only as a woman, but a woman entrepreneur. Ladies and gentlemen, it's about sustainability. When you speak about financial literacy, when you speak about investment, and you just said that if it wasn't for your parents, Christine, who exposed you to this early on, who knows what could have happened? You know, who knows what would happen when there's a divorce that happens, and oftentimes that mother or that wife inherits debt. Oftentimes doesn't inherit anything. So we need to keep pushing that agenda and empowering women entrepreneurs. But not just to be entrepreneurs, but to become fearless entrepreneurs. Fearless women, fearless leaders and so on. So when I put this uh, agenda together, kid you not, I did this on the plane when I boarded, when I boarded early this morning at around 6 a.m. I sent the information to our my executive assistant, Ruth Bias, another powerful woman in Dominican Republic, and I haven't even seen it yet. But in good faith, I know it's gonna give you some good information. So I gave her the content, and then she created this. Again, creating fearless and mindful entrepreneurial women, and creating that spirit of success. And here's a couple of things that I wanna share with you. Now, I want you to really Take notes if you like, but certainly take mental notes. But if you can write it, even better. If you are an entrepreneur, or if you own the business right now, presently, own the business, not work in the business, own the business, raise your hand if that's you. Right, so probably maybe 40% of the population in here are entrepreneurs. Understand this. Entrepreneurship and the label that we tag, because we use the word, you know, sparingly, is that you're an entrepreneur because you're running a micro business that's never grown. Or you're an entrepreneur because you have a little business that pays the bills and that's all you have. Entrepreneurs are very creative, innovative, self-driven individual. So it's not just a title, okay? It's more than that. Entrepreneur is a, entrepreneurship is a spirit. Entrepreneurship is a movement. Entrepreneurship can really be part of your DNA. And if we can do one thing as a favor that I ask, if you are an entrepreneur, start transferring that knowledge to your children, particularly your girls. Because women turn out to be amazing entrepreneurs. But more women don't go into studying business at the college level because they're not exposing them to entrepreneurship. It's still very male-dominated. Just like information technology, for example, there are more women, African-American and Latinas, graduating with IT degrees than males, African-American and Latino, in the United States. However, when it goes to the workforce, higher level IT positions, you have much fewer women at that level. And it's because we're not exposing them enough. 
So I want you to be fearless. I want you to be empowered so that you can also transfer this not only for your well-being, but for your children as well. It's not a one-time launch. A lot of people want to launch a business and they call themselves entrepreneur and I launch it and I have a startup and so on. First of all, it's ongoing. You're always growing into entrepreneurship. You will always face challenges that will force you to adjust. You will always face challenges that will force you to step back. And in many cases, most small businesses that get started, within five years, 70% fail. I don't know if you knew that, but most businesses fail within the first five years. It is those entrepreneurs that did the research, put together a solid plan, built amazing relationships, got a mentor, got a coach, that then helped them reduce, in this case, the failure rate. It's a proven fact. You could do the research. And I spend a lot of my time looking at data and looking at stats. So again, it's not a label, okay? Assess whether you own your business or does the business own you? Think about that. Many of us, particularly small business owners, are launching enterprises that if we step out of that company or that business, the question is, does it function? Does it still work? Will it still happen? Will it still grow if you're not there every single day? Then the question is, the question is, are you the business owner or does the business own you? The Germans do this. They launch enterprises with the end goal meaning or being that in seven years, the founder of that company will step out of that company and then hire good managers to run and grow that company. And it works even better when they step out because they've spent a lot of time training others. Ladies, if you have your enterprise and you're running it day to day and you're not transferring knowledge capital to someone else, like your children or a family member or employees, you have to transfer knowledge capital for it to eventually become sustainable. The risk that you run is that hopefully you find a committed person or individuals to run the enterprise. So you gotta create incentives for them to be motivated to do so. Another piece, a fearless boss lady, a fearless, repeat after me, boss lady, a fearless boss lady, okay, it says it right here, recognizes that entrepreneurship is a lifelong journey. It's not a final destination. I can tell you that I've launched about six enterprises. I am 58 years old last week, and I will be launching another or several other enterprises moving forward. It's in my blood, it's in my DNA. I discovered entrepreneurship 35 years ago when I started teaching children in New York City public schools the essence and the core concepts of business principles early on as an educator and then it started to kind of infect me with this entrepreneur movement. And I've started six ventures so far. Seven Mindsets, Biznovator being my most recent ventures. But I can guarantee you, because it's not a final destination, I will be launching at least one or two others, which are already in the works. 
because I want to warn you, for those who are not entrepreneurs, that are surrounded by entrepreneurs, I want to warn the, that group of people, which is about 30% of this room, and then there's 70% that raise their hand who I'm assuming are entrepreneurs. There is a disease most recently that we all know called what? The coronavirus, right? It's a disease. But there's another disease that just keeps expanding and expanding and expanding that many of us are living it but don't even know it. In fact, doctors say that when this disease penetrates your systems, as any virus, it starts to attack cells and it starts to expand. And one of the things it loves most is to attack cells to make sure they're embracing that whole virus. And they say that it's a virus that once it's in you, it does not exit. It's a scary thought. And they say that when the virus gets into your system, you start getting belly aches all around your body and it attacks, and you kind of step back and question yourself, what is going on with this virus? And they say, you know what? It's also contagious, like most viruses. But it clearly says you have to be careful because if you are infected by this virus, it never exits. In fact, it starts to infiltrate your entire body, looking for other cells to connect and embrace to get even bigger. And it's called the E-virus. So I just want to warn you about the E-virus. It's known as the entrepreneurship virus. Ouch! I'm thinking of a business idea right here. Ouch, it just keeps moving all over the place. I just warn you, for those who are the 30% in this room that are not entrepreneurs, you are surrounded by 70% entrepreneurs. They're trying to infiltrate and convince you, try entrepreneurship. At the end of the day, entrepreneurship for me, one of the main key things, entrepreneurship for me means freedom. The freedom to do whatever I want. The freedom that I can be in Haiti and not have to ask somebody for permission and fill out an application to get time off or wait for my vacation. The freedom to make as much as I want. The freedom to donate and be a philanthropist and help others. The freedom to take this disease and expand it around the world. 35 years later, about 40 countries, about half a million children and adults because I was infected with the e-virus. So I challenge you, intentionally take on this virus. It's a good one. But remember, it's not a final destination. Your DNA for business, all of you, all of you, your DNA for business should include passion and purpose. I am so blessed and so thankful, attitude of gratitude, that about 35 years ago, I found out what I love to do. And that's passion. And eventually, if you find passion and put it into action, it eventually becomes a purpose. And ladies and gentlemen, when you mix passion with purpose, you will find out it's not work.
It's bigger than you. And there's no reason why I have to sugarcoat my success. My success comes because of those two things, passion and purpose. Too often times, women are starting business out of necessity of economics. But does it relate to your passion? Too often times, there's a certain need, or you're taking over a business that exists. There's another motivation. If passion is not part of your business, along with purpose, then you just may be running a business, or the business could eventually be running you. Make it about your purpose, because that's even bigger than you. Have it as your personal mission. In addition to that, we want to make sure that to be fearless as a woman entrepreneur, you should work on these key areas, very important. Again, I wrote this based on actual experience as a man, as a mentor, as a coach to women entrepreneurs, as a board member for the Women's Fund in Miami that seeks out funding to support startups and so on, as a dad or stepdad of a young lady who's now a lawyer and about to open up her own firm. I was married for many years and because of the virus, because of the lack of balance, I warn you, be careful. I discovered that yes, I was successful, but after being married 15 years, my wife had enough and we got divorced. So success is also about balance. That I want to warn you, be careful with passion because it will drive you to places unimaginable. It really does. But you have to have balance. And of course, a connection directly with a higher being. And that was my big lesson. Success with multiple businesses, multiple countries, empowering the world. I'm divorced. I have a stepdaughter with a very special relationship, but I paid the price in that sense. And it had to do with balance. Be careful with your passion. But these are some things that you ought to have. If you had to cook up what we would call in the Dominican Republic el sancocho, or a stew, or gumbo, you know that you have to add all kinds of ingredients. And the mothers and grandmothers who raised us eating this amazing meal just did it with love and passion, seldom did they share the secrets or the ingredients. I want to share with you that you got to have these to be successful as entrepreneurs. Besides passion and purpose, be about vision. Stop thinking and self-doubting that the small business you start means that you will always be small. Think big. Dream big. My personal mission with Biznovator as CEO and founder is to have Biznovator in every Latin American and Caribbean country. And we're in six so far. We're about seven years old. And through people like Christine, our trainers locally like Caroline, like Stephanie, like Joanne and others, we all know that you can't succeed by yourself. Stop making it about you. Remember I said it's bigger than you. Have a vision, have a vision. Stop thinking small, because you're a micro business doesn't mean that you have to die as a micro business owner. Think big. In addition to that, integrity. We deal with this every single day in our countries. I was born in Santiago, Dominican Republic. I was raised in New York City. I've been doing business in Latin America and the Caribbean. 
And that's one of the key things that I see that sometimes lacks integrity. Be honest, be fair, be transparent. Integrity is missing in many situations. Let's not even talk about government. But you also see it in entrepreneurship with many people. In other words, I got my business and I got mine. Let me not help the other person. Or let me twist something. Or let me lie a little bit about something. Be about integrity. In addition to that, emotional intelligence. Can someone share with me what is emotional intelligence? Because you hear this a lot. But what is emotional intelligence? Yes. Anyone? Anyone else? What is emotional intelligence to your perceptional understanding? Gratitude, okay. Something else? Emotional intelligence? Here's something that I want to basically say what it is. It's having the fortitude, the gratitude, and the awareness of the environment, of people, and how people feel. Being, having a high IQ, intelligence quotient, measures your intelligence, your brilliance. One of the things that corporations are looking for more is emotional intelligence. In addition to that, social intelligence. Being able to live the moment and be the present emotionally. Empathy. Empathy is one of the big things as well. All right, so emotional intelligence, social intelligence is key, especially today. And I'll tell you why. Look, I am not on this stage. If I didn't have emotional intelligence, social intelligence, to connect with a woman three years ago who I met in Haiti 30 plus years ago. And I got a phone call, or I got an email, and I try to present what we do as to how we empower people. And that particular summer, 2017, it didn't work out. I could have said, well, next, we got other clients. And then I understood the situation about following up, being concerned that to send your child to our camp, at the number two ranked university for international business, Florida International University, there's gonna be an investment. We don't give it away for free. We don't believe in just giving stuff away for free. Ladies and gentlemen, on this island, I think one of the biggest problems is handouts. It's giving it away. When you give away and we consistently take, 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 like this, like this, you are giving up your freedom. You are not being empowered. So we teach kids that there is an investment and that when you have an investment, you appreciate it more. In fact, you do better and so on. And going back to my emotional and social intelligence, I followed up, I sent another text, I sent another email, and right now our representation between Panama, Costa Rica, Ecuador, Dominican Republic, two cities in Dominican Republic, Santiago and Santo Domingo, U.S., and the number one country for Biznovator is Haiti. Haiti sends more children to our Biznovator camp than any other country. 
Let's give Christina a hand for making that happen. Thank you so much. So Christina and I met many years ago and we reconnected again because she has a passion. Does she need to do this? Probably not. But she has a passion and she's on a vision and a mission to really empower local children. You know, when I walk into your private schools, clearly they're bubbles. The minute I leave, I step into reality. So then, just like Columbia University, Harvard University, Princeton University of Pennsylvania, there's a study that shows the eight or seven Ivy League schools within a mile radius of the best schools in the world, there's poverty and there's social issues, yet for four years the best minds are in those universities and do zero for the local community. Hint, hint. We can focus all day on the problems. <coughs> Entrepreneurs look at solutions. They're social entrepreneurs and then they're entrepreneurs strictly driven for money. Our children are very smart. I've never seen a country that I have visited so talented, so resilient, like there is in Haiti. It's amazing. So why are we channeling that positive thing? Why are we doing more of this to empower others and I'll tell you why it's important for you to teach your kids this. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're looking to launch a business in Port-au-Prince, who's your workforce? Who's gonna work for you? The same people that you drive by every day, oftentimes not fully trained or equipped, and those are the people that you someday wanna hire. So let's invest in them. Let's train them. Let's bring up capacity. Remember I mentioned human capital. Tap into your workforce. It's extremely important, and you have a lot of them. Use the intelligence that we have to impact the local economy, and you do that through upgrading folks. Now, social intelligence, and then these three letters, ABL, and then there's another one, ABG, and this is something you always have to do in business. And in this case, ABC. Remember, I just did this on the plane today, so I was in my zone just thinking of things to share with you. ABL is that we all need to do this. Always repeat, always repeat, always be, again, always be learning. You never stop learning, ladies and gentlemen. You never stop learning. The next one is ABG, always, always be, be growing. If you're learning consistently, you will almost automatically start to grow. But if you want to sustain your business, you got to ABC. Repeat after me, always, always be, be closing. You got to close the deal. There are so many people with great ideas and they do a good job presenting, but they don't close. And no business survives without cash flow or income. So you always have to be closing. But always remember this, SW4. SW4 is when you're out there selling, 
and I do sales training because it's very important. Somebody's telling me to be quiet. <laughs> Boss lady, IT, and I know I'll be back. So, <laughs> you gotta be creative. Now, SW4 is, when you're talking about sales, and we need more emphasis on this, we have to, in fact, you're doing a financial literacy workshop, right, Christine? Bring in some sales folks, and I'm sure you have. Bring in more sales. Sales development is crucial. If you can sell, and you're good at it, and you create habits to become a closer, almost always your business will start to grow. But when you don't have sales, your business starts to flounder, starts to go down, because you need revenue. But remember, not everybody's your client, but remember SW4. Repeat after me. Some will buy. Some will buy. Some won't buy. Some won't buy. So what? So what? Because there's someone waiting to buy. That's SW4. Some will buy, some won't. So, so at the end of the day, you just have to keep selling. You're gonna get rejected seven to eight, some people say even up to nine times out of 10 before you get a close. But if you do it without any emotions and don't get offended and people reject you or say no or come back, just keep selling, keep selling. Eventually the ratio drops from five out of 10, maybe six out of 10 starts to close. But you can't take it personal when somebody says, I don't wanna buy, I'm not interested. You have to sell more sales training. More sales training. I think it's important. Otherwise, the business we know won't last. Okay? Now, let's shift over to an activity, and then I'm going to do the mindfulness. And you tell me how my time is. We're good? Okay. So, this activity, you probably. Don't worry about it. Look, when I came in earlier. I got out the car and I stepped into a crack on the sidewalk and almost twisted and broke my ankle. And I'm the CEO of a company. Thank God I have insurance. Now, this is scaring me because it's not part of the insurance. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I, she told me I should learn French. Creole. Uh, Creole? Yeah. You don't want me to use my Creole, because what I learned is not too favorable. One thing, there's an amazing word that I always liked, oh, I thought it was a word, and I was with my friend Lionel Balmier, who connected us many years ago, and we were at a, at a Haitian event, I'm talking about many years ago. And I turned to Lionel and said, why is it the food that's getting the Haitians to react the way they're reacting? Is it something at this party that I you know, invited them to that they didn't like? And I said, well, why does all, why all the people go, eh -hey, eh -hey, eh -hey. and I say, was it the food? It's eh and I thought that was over, eh -hey. one, eh -hey. and all that stuff. So I'm picking up some good things, but you gotta educate me on, not, on what not to say, right? So. It's a pleasure being here, but this activity you probably played it when you were in kindergarten, or maybe first grade, or maybe you played it yesterday. Have you heard of the Simon Says game? No. Yes? So we're going to do the not-so-simple Simon Says. And I'm going to guarantee that I get all of you out at least three times, but don't sit back down, just remain standing. 
Just count to yourself, he's got me once, he's got me again, and so on. And there's a message behind this game. Remember that I am Simon, and you do what Simon says. Don't sit back down, just remain standing, okay? Let's just do a practice, okay? Let's all lift our hands up, let's practice. You out, you out, you out? I didn't say Simon says. I'm just saying. You do, Christine, what Simon says. All right, I'll tell you what. Simon says, pick your hands up. Clap your hands once. You out, you out, you out, you out. You didn't do what Simon says. All right. Simon says, bring your hands down. Very good. Simon says, bring your hands down. Are you ready to play now? Simon says, bring your hands down. Simon says, bring your hands up. Are you ready to play now? Yes? All right, let's all stand up, please. Let's all stand up. Let's all stand up. You out, you out. Now, those who stood up, you concern me if you're an entrepreneur. <laughs> Simon says stand up. Simon says stand up. Very good. Simon says stand up. Simon says stand up, please. Simon says pick your hands up. Simon says clap your hands once. Again. You are, you are, you are. Simon says, Simon says, I'm trying to make this happen. All right, well, I better hold up. So Simon says, pick your hands up. Simon says, clap your hands two times. One more time. I saw you back there. Simon says, bring your hands down. Very good, very good. You get the hang of it, right? So I'm gonna go a little bit faster. Can I go a little bit faster, yes or no? You out, you out, you out, you out, you out. I didn't say Simon says. Simon says, pick your hands up. Simon says, wave your hands to the side. Simon says, wave your hands to the side faster. Simon says, faster. Now stop. You out, you out, you out, you out. Simon says, stop. Simon says, stop. Simon says, stop. Hands down. You out, you out, you out, you out. Simon says, hands down. Simon says, hands down. Now Simon says, lean to the right. By the way, this is your right. Simon says, lean to the right. Simon says, lean to the left. Now lean back. Lean back. All right, now Simon says, extend your right arm like this. All of you, Simon says, extend your right arm like this. Simon says, make a tight, tight fist like this. Simon says, make a tight, tight fist. Now Simon says, take your index finger and your thumb and create a tight, tight circle. Simon says, create a tight, tight circle. Now, wiggle your fingers like this. Hello, I see you back there. All right, Simon says, take this circle and slowly press it on your chin. For all of those who need an anatomy lesson, this is your chin! chin and by the way this is the cheek most of you were here if you want to succeed find people that are doing amazing positive things 
doesn't matter your age. Find a role model, find a mentor, a coach, an entrepreneur who can help you and so on. But you gotta be careful because <clears throat> a lot of us say certain things but we don't do certain things. Right, so I said, put it on your chin and you guys went to the cheek. So you gotta look at who's modeling good behavior, good results. I wanna shift over to mindsets now. Oh, let's do this. Who did I not get out at least three times? Raise your hand, at least three times. You out now, you out now, you out now, you out now. Simon Says Game is over. Simon Says Game is over. <laughs> Otherwise, you'd be kind of here like this. Now, let's look at the mindsets. This is something... You didn't say Simon Says? Simon Says Game is over. Simon Says Game is over. Simon Says Game is over. So, there's a company that I co-founded with Scott Schickler, Jeff Wall, and Mitch Schlimmer in the United States. We are four entrepreneurs combined with about 20-something businesses experience, but we were concerned. We were concerned that there are so many young people thinking about suicide. Did you know that in 1970, based on this research, the average age of people who were thinking about suicide, not committing, but thinking about suicide in the 1970, was about 29, no, I'm sorry, it was about 37 to 39 years old. <clears throat> that same research, <clears throat> that same research was conducted in 2014. And in 1970, it was 37 to 39 years old average of people who were thinking about suicide. In 2014, it dropped to about 17 years old. Suicide thoughts many years ago, 39. 2014, about 17 years old. Ladies and gentlemen, kids today, stress, anxiety, depression. And the way they try to combat depression is through either hurting themselves, isolating, drugs, alcoholism, pornography, and then sometimes, let me end my life. We have never seen so many reports of depression in our country, in the United States, like ever before. We have never seen so many kids in bankruptcy like ever before under 25 years old. The average kid who graduates college is about forty dollars to $60,000 in debt. 68% of children who graduate college who then get a job, the job they get has nothing to do with what they studied for four years, 68%. That's why we want more mindfulness and fearless woman boss lady entrepreneurs. That when you connect through mindfulness and you're able to apply these seven and research has shown based on the work we've done for about 12 years now. The number one mindset here is, and there's seven of them, is the first one, that everything is possible. Repeat after me, everything. Repeat after me in the back, everything is possible. And in Spanish, todo es posible. We want you to record this so much that we'll do it in two languages, or maybe three or four. But at the end of the day, we need to repeat it because when we repeat things to ourselves, we retain more. When we just say it once and never put it into action, we don't retain it the same way. So that's the very first mindset. Everything is possible. The next one, 
passion first. In Spanish, la pasión primera. Repeat, passion, passion first. I said it earlier, passion implemented on an ongoing basis will eventually become a purpose. When you are running enterprises that are purpose-driven, your success escalates immensely. So find a passion. The third, we are connected. Repeat, we are, we are, we are, we are connected. This is important. I shared the simple case study. Lionel Balmier, when I was 17, he was like 23. We became the best of friends like a big brother. Connected me to Christine. Christine invites the other Christine. I didn't get to meet the comic, I mean, uh, there, right? So you then went to the event, and just four days ago, five days ago, we knew that this was happening, and here I am. It's about relationships. I want to say that my success, I dedicated, honestly, to about 60% of it, purely, not only creating relationships, but cultivating relationships. Don't just make friends. Build relationships. We're talking about 30 years in the making of a relationship that's now empowering children in your country. What if we weren't connected? Who knows? Connect more. Connect more. The other one, live to give. Repeat, live to give. One of my favorites, but this is a delicate one. When you become successful, or even when you don't be become so successful, consider giving a little back. All right, consider helping a little bit more, maybe that employee, maybe someone in the community, but live to give. Now this is tricky. If you are giving to expect something in return, you're not giving authentically. You're giving for another motivation. That's not live to give. What we're saying is just give. Don't worry about it coming back. And if you are a believer, eventually it comes back anyway. But just give a little bit more. Mentor someone. Coach someone. Maybe there's a family and if you own a food business that can't afford it. Live to get very powerful. Now this one, attitude of gratitude. Christine, Udlin, Christine, Caroline, Joanne, Stephanie, and others, all of you. I thank you for allowing me to live my passion. This is what I love to do. So my attitude of gratitude is thanking all of you for being here, listening to me. I don't know most of you, right? We're just meeting, we're now connected. You know that I love to give, and I got a little surprise later. And I'm saying thank you. Thank you for inviting me. Thank you for the filet mignon that you offered that you will get later on. Thank you for doing what you do. Thank you for organizing this whole event and empowering women. There should be some serious grant money behind this effort. If you haven't gotten it yet, go get it. This is powerful. There's grants to empower women. USAID, the U.S. Embassy, there's money for this. And it's live on Facebook, but then guess what? One of the clients or clients that I've had in the past into 10 countries is the United States Department, right, the DOS Department of, the State Department rather, 
and they fund U.S. embassies around the world. I've been in 10 countries as a result of DOS. Aren't we connected? Don't we have a passion? Don't we like to give? And now we want to say thanks, let's hustle, and bring some funding to expand this amazing network. That's an example of a seven mindset. And then 100% accountable. When you're around me, and I develop, or co-develop this whole seven mindsets with Scott and Jeff and Mitch, when you're around me, be careful what you say you are going to do. Too many of us say and talk. Few of us take action. I like to hold everyone I meet that I know that I can work with and empower. I'm going to hold you accountable. Somebody needs to be in your face and holding you accountable for your own success. If you generated a million dollars, why can't you generate three? You just got to learn the strategies to make that happen. Be 100% accountable, but be careful what you say you are going to do. Simon says. Be careful. Alright? And in the very last one, the time is now. What are we waiting for? You know, I travel the world. Relax. <laughs> and things fall apart. And I see disasters. And I see all kinds of injustices. And I travel the world. It's, ladies, it's not just Haiti. Stop thinking that it is. It's other countries too. But when I travel the world as an entrepreneur, I look at opportunities. Most people will focus on complaining and complaining and that they don't have this. What a perfect opportunity. Where there is a crisis lies an opportunity. I mean, this opportunity is all over the place. Just look at it differently. Every time there's a problem, the entrepreneur, the innovator comes up with strategies and ideas to come up with solutions to those problems. That's entrepreneurship. Find problems. Listen to what people are complaining about. Let them keep complaining. Just listen and take notes. Let me go solve that problem. Why are they complaining so much? Something must not be happening. Then let me go make it happen. The time is now. Are you ladies ready? So I have a couple of gifts that I, let me, here. And before I close, does anybody in this room interested in this little symbol bag? But what's powerful is the message, be your own hero. Does anybody want this? Anybody in this room want this? Okay, so I'm going to leave it here for later, perhaps. All right. And then there's another one that says, you grow, girl. And I'm going to dedicate this to Christine. You grow, girl. And then, Oogling, who I met, be your own beautiful. That's a It's a little bag to just remind you that we met, that everything is possible. Stop kidding yourselves. 
that passion first will help you get over the obstacles. That we are now connected. You are 100% accountable. Live to give. Every single day say thank you. I slept three hours yesterday to board at 6 a.m. And Christine says, you better go to sleep, it's 12. And I went to bed about 2.30. But my passion doesn't understand time. My accountability knew that I better get on that plane to be here. Because I know I love to give. And I'm living my passion. And I say, you know what? It's 3.30, I better wake up. The time is now. I made it on the plane. I got to Haiti again. And I know I will be back, hopefully and prayerfully, doing some work with this organization. So let me do another exercise. And then I'm gonna introduce someone special. I have $10. This is not magic. Is this worth something here in Port-au-Prince? When I come here, can I get a meal for $10? Yeah. Can I get a London broil for ten dollars? A London broil? A London broil? No, no, probably not. I can buy water. Yeah. I can buy a nice lunch, perhaps. When I get here, do I have to exchange this to your local currency? No. Today you can use it. In fact, Venezuela wiped out all the believers. All those people that have millions of believers, waste, no longer valuable. Today they use dollars. Now, let's assume that I had to change, like I did many years ago, to goods. Can I leave the country with goods or the local currency and use it in the United States? No. So, why can I come here and use the dollars in this country, but when I go there, I can't use the goods? Why? Which one has more value? The dollar, perhaps. So, we clearly know that this is worth something, and it's paper. It's uh, something that you could turn into much more, entrepreneurial. But does anyone in this room want these $10? If you're saying that it's a value, does anyone want this $10? Yes. I mean, does anyone in this room really, really want these $10? Yes. Does anyone, boss ladies, I'm now one minute in. Want these 10 US dollars? Does anybody really want it? Does somebody really, really want it? Come up here, come up here. Come up here. I was ready to say, Miss Amiga. Everybody say, yes, just come get it. So, no, no, it's okay, you're gonna keep, you're gonna keep it. Can I borrow it? Yeah. Is there interest if I borrow it? Yes. Could be. Yes. Maybe, yes. Maybe I give you She wants interest, right? So I'm gonna borrow it, you will get it back, I promise, okay? Oh, you double it. She says I double it. Yeah, because he has enough value. If you get to my hand, it's not $10. Oh my. So, you see how with the play of words and attitude, Values can change in money yeah. just by simply a conversation. Now, what is it that you can do with these $10 to turn it into 100 What can I do with $10 to, to turn it into 100 Oh my God. What are some things that you can do? With $10, I can buy a 
to turn it into a hundred. I can buy everybody a beer, a drink for a dollar, and these ten dollars by, by drinking a dollar, they'll be grateful for getting that one dollar and they, in return they will do something bigger okay. than that's worth than the ten dollars, right? So that's one option. What's yeah. another option? Um you got ten dollars, can you turn it into a Easy. What invested? Yeah, give me an example. Oh my God! With ten dollars in Haiti, <laughs> anywhere in the world, anywhere in the world, two dollars each. Okay, I could buy the soda and turn it into ice pops and sell it, and turn it into a cold Coca-Cola ice pop and make more than ten dollars. There you go. So, the United States of America started with very small businesses that basically expressed the concept that she just explained, but his was scary. His was scary. Only one person stood up for the opportunity that was presented to you. Only one. Either you don't value the $10, or you're too shy, or you're afraid that it's a trick, and now you're not gonna get it, but she seized the moment and took the opportunity. So it's for you to keep, give her a hand, thank you very much. Good job. Remember I said I promise integrity. So, a very simple message. When there's opportunity, don't wait. Does anybody in this room want these $20? Does individual that saw what happened the first time and from afar I thought he was like the matrix he was coming out so this guy's gonna kill us I'm paying somebody's meal tonight we 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 Make sure you come to my show at the end of the month. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. So I'm going to close now. I'm going to put out a challenge. Christine and Ugling, I'm going to put out a challenge. If you don't have one already, Christine, if you don't have one already for this entity, for this organization, I want to do personally a challenge grant. A challenge grant is, here's a certain amount of money, now you go match it. So I'm going to do $500, for example, and then I'm leaving it up to the executives of this organization to raise another $500. Now we got a 1000 and I would love to create the boss lady business plan pitch competition right here with the finalists presenting at some designated time or another and you're starting off with 500 I am challenging you to find more money to match it and it doesn't have to be once you could grow it as much as 10,000 if you want you saw the lesson just make the opportunity happen it is now my honor to introduce a little tease of what's happening this Saturday at a local restaurant 
This for me has been magical. That we just spoke about this five days ago. And I had no idea what I was stepping into. But when I heard that over 50 women were going to be here, I just got to wear pink. And it's been fantastic. It's magical. Let me take the honor for a small tease of a magic trick that I won't be doing. But Frank Kennedy, who just flew in from Philadelphia, who's one of our trainers for Bizinvator, he will tease you with one of his tricks. But only one trick. Ladies and gentlemen, this expo say, let's welcome Mr. Magic Biz, Frank Kennedy. First time in Haiti, correct? My very first hours in Haiti. <laughs> Uh, Juan, thank you for having me here. It's uh, a pleasure to see such a distinguished group. Thank you to uh, Christine and Bertrand. Uh, it's a joy for me to be in Haiti. It's a joy for me to visit. Um, I've got many preparations for Saturday. I don't have so much now, but I want to show you how magicians warm up. And uh, our hands are very important to us as magicians. On Saturday night, just down the road, we're going to do a uh, extravagant magic show, which will be fun. But uh, this is how magicians warm up, and I want to teach everybody how to do this. Okay, sure. Um, if everybody could take their hands out like this, and then rotate your hands so your thumbs are pointing to the ground, and then cross over and then interlock. Now try to get your dominant pinky on top, but interlock your fingers like this. Now wiggle your thumb a little. Now do this next action slowly, very slowly. What I'd like everyone to do is I'd like, uh, what did I mention on uh, Saturday, just down the road, we're going to have a beautiful magic event. I hope many of you can come. Um, I want you to rotate your wrist. Do this slowly. I don't want anyone to get hurt. Rotate your wrist so your thumbs are pointing to the ceiling. What? How did you do it? Oh, what happened? Don't hurt yourselves. Ouch. Well, I've trained many years to be able to do this, and uh, I hope hope to see many of your faces at the event uh, on on Saturday night where we'll be doing some magical time. Do it again? Maybe on Saturday. Maybe on Saturday we could do it. Uh, it's such a joy to be here. Thank you so much. Uh, Juan is a real magician. Juan has footprints all over the Caribbean and it's great to follow in some of his footprints and he's built a great enterprise in south florida he touches the caribbean uh, latin america uh, and he leaves his heart behind every time he goes somewhere and if you have connection with juan uh, you will find opportunities that are bigger than ten dollars or twenty dollars you'll find ways to uh, grow your capacity, grow your outlook, and grow your reach so that you can see uh, much more. He's done the same for me, and uh, now I get to follow in his footsteps, and I get to be here. Whoops. Um, Juan, thank you for this opportunity. I look forward to seeing 
uh, you again, and I look forward to hearing your stories as you follow some of the lessons my brother Juan uh, has shared with so many throughout his uh, career. Juan, gracias. Thank you. Now, 
And if the mission of the business gets discarded or put aside, and you're not focused on the mission, you will certainly have ego issues that will kill the business. It will kill the business. But if you have that mission and the purpose, then it will succeed. Any other questions? I hope that helped. I hope that helped. Any other questions? Yes. Please. When you started, and I, um, you mentioned something. You said that something about how business is difficult to grow. I'm talking about a situation of hate. Yes. For example, when I just moved here, I realized that every supermarket, the owner had their mamas, their brothers, everybody. And for me, it was weird. Why is why aren't you, why are you having other family running this business? Now I've been here 12 years, now, now I understand why they have their family. Because we live in a community where, for example, the word passion is new to a lot of people. Because we're not trained or educated to know to live by our passion. All right, stop right there. We're not trained or educated. What's the business opportunity? <laughs> Offer, training. Education. What does business beta, business beta do? Our business business mission to empower, teach, and create young entrepreneurs, social innovators, and global leaders. So we look at the void and then we fill it. Yes, I know that the family business is a certain thing here and elsewhere as well. The question is, living in a country like Haiti, where it's ninety-nine percent poverty. And the person is not really doing anything for passion, they're just trying to survive. Yeah. How do you get somebody in that mindset to be able to love what they do when they're just trying to survive? Yeah. Yeah. You know, first of all, only five percent of the population is entrepreneurial. Only five percent in the world. Only five percent are entrepreneurial in the world. Right? So that means that ninety-five percent are taught, conditioned and expected to be an employee when they grow up. That's one thing. So we gotta be clear that not everybody is cut out to be an entrepreneur. What you may see out in the street, let's say vendors, micro businesses, do you know, based on studies that I did with the Department of State, most of them are not even breaking even? That the money that they make is just for survival, but they're almost always in the red. They lack certain training and development. What you have in Haiti, like in Dominican Republic, let me just ask all of you one simple question. What percentage of the population controls over 90% of its wealth in this country? 1%. And do you think they want to let go of that power? No. That's one of the issues. That when we start to think outwardly, when we start to think about helping and training others and empowering others, without having selfish reasons, then we will see change. But so long as five to maybe 10 families control the wealth and they keep that nucleus or that network or that circle very tight, but only for select people, then you will continue to see what you see today. I wanna be optimistic. That's why we're starting with young people. Although they're coming from private schools whose family can't afford to send them to this, we want to change their mindset. Why? Because they're the ones that have act access to assets. They're the ones who have money. And if we can train them to be more conscious to then help the broader community, then we have a more prepared Haiti. Because when you have a workforce that you can't even hire or that can't read, that becomes more expensive. Yeah. They've always said that if you think education is expensive, 
try illiteracy. Illiteracy is very, I pay for literacy, you pay for literacy, you pay for people, and you know, people need to be trained and developed. But government doesn't invest the money that they should. Maybe that's by design? Yeah. I don't know. But am I telling the truth, perhaps? But at the end of the day, we're entrepreneurs. We're boss ladies. We're not gonna focus on the problems as much as we're gonna focus on the solutions. Because I can tell you, if there weren't opportunities in Haiti, I may not be here. Those foreign businesses that are making buco dollars, and I'm on the plane with folks from other countries, and I hear them talk about the businesses they got going, don't tell me there aren't opportunities there. They see it, maybe we're not seeing it the way we should. Remember I said earlier, stop thinking small. Because if a foreign country comes here to make an investment, they're not gonna come here to lose money. Bottom line. And when you have a workforce that is talented, but that needs more development, then you're halfway there. It's just a matter of training. And doing it out of authentic, authentic love and passion. Not just to help meet your bottom line. I can go on forever. This is my passion. So I would like to just close with assuming this were a dark room, no light. Does, does the power go out in Haiti sometimes? It, it, it does in the Dominican Republic. After, I've been going to Dominican Republic since I was 10, and they still have power shortages. Go figure. But I think that's by design, too. So let's assume there was no light in this room. No light. What would happen if I took a match, and assuming I have two candles that I'm holding, one and two, what would happen if I light this candle? Will it create more light, yes or no? If I light this candle, ladies and gentlemen, it creates light. Now what would happen if I take this lit candle and light the other candle? Will it create even more light? What are we waiting for? A candle loses nothing by lighting another candle. The opposite happens. It creates more. You've got 50 members in this room. Boss ladies, light some candles. God bless you. Thank you so much. <laughs> she should be doing the closing. Can we get a warm round of applause? that we're going to hold space for 45. Yes. It's a restaurant, it's beautiful just like this. And Frank has flown in here as a trainer and then he said, let me do something magical and I want to visit some orphanages. We're doing that tomorrow and Friday, whatever. And then I said, Frank, let's do something at a restaurant and do your magic. I think there's, I don't know, how many tickets left? Uh, maybe 18. 
whatever whatever that is just don't go there without a ticket on Saturday because the space is very limited and if you're interested where do they go so if you're interested you have to go to Café de Comerce and see like a scan so this will talk with a touch of magic. Le sujet va être un petit peu différent et puis là, Fred va performer pour vous tous. Donc voilà, on vous attend. Okay, la cascade c'est demain soir à 6 heures. Ok? Samedi soir à 6 heures, excusez-moi. Samedi soir à 6 heures au ancien la cascade, café du commerce. Ok? C'est à 30 dollars. Ok? Et cocktail est à passer. Donc on vous attend. Passez un gros bracelet. Will I be able to dance that night, Christine? Is it dancing too? I need to learn. What do you call your dance here? Okay. Thank you. So thank the hotel Lorraine. The hotel La, La Lorraine. Cafe 36. Thank you so much. Thank you.